0: On this episode of the Impressively Average Podcast, we break down that Thursday night football game, and then we dive right into the Week 14 Sunday football slate and the Monday night football game, and we give you the best player props of the week. Enjoy.
1: welcome back guys to the seventh episode of the impressively average podcast we have myself we got mike we got connor and we're gonna dive right in to the thursday night football recap we got the vikings 36 steelers 28 vikings covered that three and a half point spread Steelers looked like shit in the first half, but crawled their way back within one possession. Oh man, that was a that was a really boring game, and then it wasn't. Here we go,
0: Steelers. Yeah. Here, we
1: go. Yeah, here we go. Here we go, Steelers to six and six. Yeah, that was
2: um man, predicted.
1: Yeah. Eh, well, at the end, uh, you know, maybe, maybe if uh, Farmouth holds that in, because I will give Ben props to that. That was probably the most well-placed ball
0: that no, he threw sure.
1: that entire game. It, yeah, it was just a lot of contact at the end. You know, you can't blame him. Rookie uh, tight end, not making that catch. It's all right.
2: I was more no talking about deal. the Steelers being uh, six and six, not the, the outcome of the game. Yeah, I
1: don't know. I just, they just seem like a six and six team.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They really do. They really do. Yeah. Uh, you guys were on the right side of that, um, as predicted on Thursday. So if you faded me, you made some money. Made some money. That's good. It's never a bad thing. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, what can you say? I'm, this, the Steelers, just in prime time always find a way to suck in the first half and then just somehow make a comeback and play insane football in the last, like, it was the last 15 minutes they just put up 21 points. And then right before, well, right at the end of the third quarter, they put up a touchdown, which carried kind of over into the fourth. But if they played that way that entire game, they would have won. By a lot. <laughs> but Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, what are you going to do? You know that Spider-Man meme of the two Spider-Man just, like, pointing at each other? hmm <laughs> That's you on betting Thursday night football games and Kirk Cousins on Monday night football games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, it's a
1: blessing and a curse. It really is. It really is. Uh, I, I just can't help week. myself.
0: Always next week, I Sean. I can't help.
1: I can't help myself. Don't be surprised if I if I bet the uh the Steelers as underdogs or
2: the Vikings next week. If my calculations are correct, I'm pretty sure me and Mike have fade you every Thursday night football game, so that would make me and Mike undefeated on Thursday night yeah. football no, games. No, 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 you have. Yeah, you have. You have.
1: But it <clears throat> excuse me, I get to the there's it's at that point right now where if I if I just go with you guys next Thursday, I have a, like, a really bad feeling it's just not going to hit.
2: So I have to keep
1: doing it the way I'm doing it. Because I will say I, myself. I
2: respect you not taking the same picks as me and Mike because then there's no point in like even keeping track of what happens that game if we all take the same pick. You know.
0: I so, actually think yeah. that Sean said his pick first, though. I'm 100% positive cuz he was talking about a Mike no. Mike Tomlin spot and I was like No no no. No no no. no. That's not what I, I know did. he
2: did for the Saints Cowboys game. Yeah. I did I for the Saints Cowboys.
1: No no no. You guys said you were you were taking Vikings and then I was like, well, boys, I
2: got a little surprise for you.
0: Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Cuz we were talking about how disrespectful that spread was, Mike.
0: That's right. Yes. Mhm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you guys were definitely on the right side of that.
1: What was really cool in this game, though, which I would have, I was, I mean, it was at the point in the first half where I'm like, "Yeah, this is not fucking hitting at all. There's no way they're just gonna keep running away with this run up the score <laughs> was, on was them." A fun game but to watch. um, <laughs> yeah, at the end for me, but um, <laughs> Dalvin Cook, man. 150. Have a day. Have a day. Yeah, 150 something rushing yards in the first half. Yeah. Um, I I was talking to Connor, and uh, I was like, dude, uh, he could break. He could have broken the record, which is
2: um, 295 for Adrian Peterson.
1: 295. 295. Um, yeah, he could have. He could have easily beaten that. He was on. He was definitely on pace. Um it's yeah, no, it's two ninety-six. So yeah, in the same wheelhouse. Two ninety six, three touchdowns. So he actually could have done that, but they didn't really use him as much, which is surprising when they were up that by that many. Um, I blame Zimmer, obviously. I don't know.
2: I know TJ Watt didn't play like the entire last three quarters of the game, but like the Steelers defense is a little suspect outside Mika Fitzpatrick now. Uh yeah.
1: Very suspect. Yeah. <laughs> Very like, suspect.
2: Like even even Cam Hayward couldn't stop the run. But Dalvin kind of just like he just ran outside.
1: He was hot. Yeah. No, he would so I think they were doing was basically I think I think he wasn't even running with the block. I think they would just they would pretty much pinch and then he would just cut out and then pick yeah. up like Six to crazy, eight yards dude. every time. It's
2: crazy. So that was
1: just that was just good running by by Dalvin. He's but feeling th- it. There is a, yeah, there is one thing that I was just like I don't know if you guys noticed this, but have you noticed that like there's been more than four times this season where Ben does that little like sad half commit throw? and he's like when he
2: th- throws it in the ground
1: and he throws it in the like he's like he's like he changes his mind last second
2: yeah you know why and he's yeah. still
1: holding on to the fucking ball i've yeah. noticed that like four to five it's happened so it's many what, times this, it's once this, a game this, he bro so he, bad.
2: he pump fakes and then yeah he just lets go of the ball and it's always like a fumble like you know in real time and then they look at him yeah. he's like oh nope incomplete pass no
1: yeah yeah It went around
0: i'm not like Dude, that's a fumble all day. Like, fuck he's that. He's eating too much uh, greasy food. <laughs> Big Ben, Big Ben's getting old. He's, he's, uh, he doesn't care what he's putting in his body. His, his hands are getting all greasy. The ball's slipping right out. No, oh, dude, it literally looks like his brain
1: is not connected to his body anymore. When he does that shit, it's 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 like sad, embarrassing. Oh, yeah. I mean, what else can you say? Could Steelers be are one hundred percent.
2: I was gonna say, could no, go that ahead. be like? Could Ben use that to his advantage as like getting out of an intentional grounding? He's like, oh, it slipped.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> probably.
0: Why not? Probably.
1: Probably. Yeah, he could I would say, probably. I would say, probably.
0: If the ball slips and he just, he, like, you're saying he, he just does, throws it into the like ground. Slips like, slips with,
2: like, I'm like emphasizing slip. Like, he's not, it's not actually slipping. Mm.
1: Actually, no, he's, looking he's back. He's like, in the
2: tackle box. He's throwing it at the fucking line, like not even like the line of scrimmage, like the actual offensive line, is just throwing it at their feet. But he's like pump faking, and it slips. If
0: like, anything, they don't call he intentional grounding, uh, I, I guess you could say he he just spiked it. I don't, I don't fucking know. He, he or you could say like I, I don't fucking know. I don't know where we're going. I'm not an this. expert. <laughs> I'm in, not. I'm not uh, sure
1: the rules. But yeah, no, I I definitely see where you're coming from on that one.
2: That is that is an interesting way to look at it. It could dude. be an intentional grounding, dude. That isn't Why is it not? It. Well, that's what
1: I'm saying. Okay, that okay, I see where you're coming from. Because if it's not intentional grounding, how is it not a fumble? Right? Because if he's if he's if he's not complete if he okay, so if they're saying he's the forward motion the pass, of his arm. But if but he's yeah, right, if he's completing the forward motion. Shouldn't it, be, shouldn't it be intentional grounding? Intentional Correct. grounding, but and they on give, the other yeah. side, it's like exactly. If they're not going to call a fumble, then what the fuck is it? <laughs> it's just a brain it's, fart. Basically, it's just an
2: incomplete pass just to the fucking feet of the center. It's like, dude, yeah. that's intentional grounding. Uh, we were we were talking about this though. Like a spike is different because it's like a loophole in the rule. It's like in the situation they allow it, like for. Remember, we like looked mm-hmm. it up, like in, I don't know. Yeah. Sp- yeah. Spiking There's, is d- different. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're, oh, because you're under center. It's different when you're under center. Right. When Ben drops mm-hmm. back into the pocket and does that stupid pump fake and just slips into the feet of the lineman, yeah. that should be a intentional grounding if they're calling that an incomplete pass. I agree. So, Ben, yeah. maybe. Because he's not doing
1: it in a complete motion.
2: Yeah. I don't, I, it's so
1: weird. They give. They've they've cut Ben so many breaks this season. It's
2: kind of ridiculous. I just think like that is such a cheat code to getting out of a if you don't see anyone open and you don't have time to like roll out and throw it away, just do that. <laughs> just do the fucking Ben, the pump fake into the ground. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, that's what I'm doing. You get away with you can get it. Get away with it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving away from Big Fuck. Bang, can we can we talk about Chase Claypool real quick? I think the I, I think the Steelers could have won if Chase Claypool does not do that stupid ass celebration with less than thirty seconds on the clock. Yeah, yeah. he fucked the Steelers.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then he uh, got mad at the offensive lineman after for like fumbling yeah, did you the ball. See that? Yeah. That
0: was that was. Try to get the ball
2: from him, and then absurd. the ball like went to the side, and it wasted a little more time. And then he yelled at him. But the only thing I will say in Chase Claypool's defense is like he was waiting there, and I don't like Chase, but I was just trying to play devil's advocate and look in his perspective. He's waiting for everyone to catch up to him. So it's like, what is he going to do? He's just going to wait there anyways. That's where the ball is supposed to be placed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the only thing I can think of to defend him. But I mean, the dude is a clown. He's way too talented. Like, dude, he's a beast. I mean, he's Did you see that catch he
1: made? <laughs> he's yes. way too a
2: beast to be that much of a fucking drama queen and like self centered, egomaniac. I don't know. That guy's a. He yeah. needs to figure it out, mature. And it's just completely not what the Steelers are about. And I know a lot of Steelers fans are just like cringing just watching that shit because that's not what they grew up watching. They grew up watching Heinz Ward. Heath Smash Miller. mouth football, yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. Humble guys. and
2: Exactly. It's, That's not the steal it's turned away. It,
1: it, it's, yeah, it's, they're kind of getting away from that. Um, obviously, Juju's not playing right now. But, yeah, it was like the combination of Juju and uh, Chase Claypool, just like the biggest. Social media star. Seen douchebags on the team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, they were
0: very, very yeah. big into the TikTok dance bullshit. But yeah, I, I definitely think of Chase Claypool, I mean my my thoughts on it are it's either, you know, it's his second year, he's still young, he's gonna learn from this. I I don't I I don't believe he's been in a position like this before where he did make that fourth, fourth down catch for the first down, no time on the clock. But, but I mean, I feel like that's just like terrible IQ. It's it's situational football, I feel like. Pretty much every offensive player knows in the huddle during that uh, drive, get get the ball to the fucking line. This is our last shot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's all I got on on that Steelers Vikings game was uh, the Chase I pull, think uh, yeah, mistake. everyone's on the
2: same page as us too. Everyone knows that he fucked up. So it's like,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, he's just becoming kind of a liability, and that's not not good when you get plays like Tomlin's
2: probably so pissed at him. And like he benched him for like two plays after he poked uh, one of their, I think it was, uh, I forget who that corner was. Remember he stuck his fingers in his fucking mask after that one play, Sean. And he got like a unnecessary roughness or whatever.
1: Um, yeah, I think, yeah. Dude, he like
2: shoved his fingers in the guy's face mask. And then the guy shoved him back. They called the flag. And he was waving his arms like, well, what did I do? And then yeah. Tomlin benched him for like two plays, and then he comes in and does that shit again. Yeah, I don't know. That guy needs to grow up.
1: Yeah, it's just – it. it's such a shitty position because
2: Chase is so fucking good. Dude, he is way too talented so, to be acting that way. Yeah. If he was just like – I don't know. If he had the same mindset as like certain other – I don't know. I'm pretty biased when I say this, but like Stefan Diggs, who just like goes to work if you just had that mindset of not caring about himself and about like the success of the team and earning like that respect, dude, he could be like one of the top receivers in the league. Like he really could. Mm-hmm. I think 100%. him one-on-one is like disgusting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. He is, he's very good, but he's, he's turning into a liability for the Steelers yeah. no, and that's, is. that's just fucking not good at all. But, yeah, they have anything have anything else to say on Thursday night football because I'm yeah i'm uh, I'm done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I just uh, God that was annoying because I wanted to take the Vikings and I wanted to take the Steelers and I had to do a coin flip. so <laughs> that's how that worked
2: out. Seems like the Steelers just like they cover one week, then they don't cover. They're like 50 50. They alternate weeks of covering. So maybe next week's their covering week.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe next week. Maybe next week we'll try again. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, Yeah, but that is Thursday night for Mm you. Let's get fucking right into the Sunday slate picks. Um, we're just gonna start. We're gonna go in uh Vegas rotation. So we're gonna start with the Las Vegas Raiders at Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are ten point favorites mm-hmm. against the Raiders. I got the Raiders plus ten. What do you think, boys?
2: I'm taking Chiefs minus ten.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm
2: taking Kansas City minus ten.
0: Okay. I like Mike. Raiders plus ten here. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Why do you like the Raiders? I I I don't know. I, I I just think that the Chiefs, you know, they're there, but then they're not there. And the Broncos, I feel like they could have covered that spread. And I think the Raiders are a better team than the Broncos. Um I just don't know. I, I, I think that Chiefs defense at some point has has to collapse, and I think Derek Carr is way too good of a quarterback to lose by 10 points.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. if, like, my, my, my brain tells me to take the Raiders plus 10 just because it seems like those divisional matchups between the two teams are always pretty close, and, like, the Raiders have won, like, almost half of their matchups together in the past two years. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. I get a weird feeling about Chiefs just blowing them out at home. Their defense is surprisingly playing very well. (laughs) I don't know how, but as of recent, they they gave up nine points against the Broncos, nine points against the Cowboys, and then they played the Raiders two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and they won 41-14 in Las Vegas. I don't know. I'm taking Chiefs minus 10. I don't really have much reasoning. I just think that – I trust them more to cover that spread than the Raiders to cover time.
1: That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I think here, here's the thing. Look, the Raiders, you know, everything you said about the, the divisional matchup, it's always going to be a close game. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these times when these teams are getting the 10 points, they're going to pretty much cover that. And we've seen that time and time again throughout the season. And, there's there's reasons why you should take the Chiefs minus ten. They have full capabilities of blowing them out. I mean, look exactly. what happened last month when they played them. Right. Um, and yeah, I don't trust Jonathan Abrams. He's a fucking. He's terrible. He gets burnt <laughs> so badly. He talks that shit I, I too. Don't, I don't try. I don't trust him. But at the same time, at the same time, I don't trust the Chiefs. They can never be good. On both sides of the ball, at the same time. First of the season, they had a they had trouble with their defense. Now it's shifted. Now they're now they're kind of picking it up on defense, and they're kind of regressing on offense. I don't really know like what to make of this team, especially when they've had so many breaks. Like they they've gotten to play at home so many times. Like, I don't. Is it a thing? Are they playing more home games than any other team? Because I feel like they're at home every time. As of recent, they
2: have, dude. Yeah. That's what we were talking about this, bro. Like, in the last pod, I swear they play every fucking Sunday or Monday night game in Kansas City. And I know that's what they do for ratings. I mean, they've been a powerhouse the past two years, but it's just annoying. I'm tired of seeing fucking Arrowhead. (sighs) Oh, Oh, they've had back to back to back home games. That could be a reason, Sean. Yeah,
1: I I'm sorry, but it, Ch- Chiefs fan. If you're a Chiefs fan, I'm sorry, but you, you guys you, you stole a college chant. The,
2: the Sean, look, look, I gotta tell you this real quick. Oh, S- yeah, dude, you guys I, yeah, that shit's that annoying from
1: from co- from college. So the, stop. You guys are not original.
2: Florida State, and, right? It, yeah,
1: I think it was. I think it the was from Ohio. Yeah, maybe the yeah, seminars. that the yeah, the arm thing, but like the actual chant, I think it was from Ohio State. I'm pretty sure. It was like oh, H-I-O, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they yeah, they, it's like the same shit. But yeah, one thing that really hurts the Raiders is Darren Waller is going to be out. Um their linebacker Denzel Perryman—he's—he's he's listed as doubtful, so I'm gonna assume he's not going to play because it's an ankle injury, and those tend to lean in the direction of not playing. So, I not too worried, just because of the Chiefs' run game isn't that explosive. Um, Clyde is back, but uh, you, you have to take everything considered. They're not really run heavy. Team, they've never really been with Patrick Mahomes. So it, you're giving Raiders too many points here. And that's, I don't know. My brain tells me Raiders plus 10. I don't like how they got blown out last time, but this could be a little revenge game for them. So yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders plus 10.
2: You want to hear a crazy cause... stat, Sean? You remember, you were saying, oh, they're always playing at Arrowhead. The past six games, the six game stretch that they've just had. Five of those games have been at Arrowhead. Yeah,
1: that's probably why.
2: <laughs> that's fucking insane. That's so
1: stupid. <laughs> so stupid. I, I hate it. I hate it. I've
2: seen the fucking like.
1: all Bro, the of ride. course,
2: of course, they bunch all of their home games against the good teams. Like they played at home against the Bills, the Cowboys, the Packers. The Steelers in two weeks, I mean, they're not that great, but yeah, it's just, it's just funny. It's just funny how the NFL works. The Chargers? Yeah. Well, but they're in the division, <laughs> so it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. We got me and Mike taking the Raiders plus 10. Connor's going with the Kansas City Chiefs minus 10. All right, moving on to... The New Orleans Saints minus five and a half at the New York Jets. Um, this is this is a game you can you can get a little cheeky with. Uh, I have I personally have the New York Jets plus five and a half. The New York Football Jets. Yes, the New York Football Jets.
2: I'm taking the Saints.
1: Ah. Uh, yeah, I want to, but um, it, it would pain me to take them minus five-and-a-half and then the Jets somehow cover.
0: Somehow. Alvin Kamara
2: is going to like absolutely run all over them.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Saints here. Uh, people that are questionable for the Jets is Elijah Moore, their tight end, Ryan Griffin, their guard. Uh, Lauren Durvine Dart Tardriff, uh, their defensive tackle, Sheldon Rankins, defensive end, John Franklin Myers, a linebacker, CJ Mosley, and yeah. out is Tevin Coleman, tight end, Trevin Wesco, yeah. and cornerback, Michael Carter II, with a concussion. Oh, and Corey the Davis same...
2: is gone for the year, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He, yeah, he's on IR. Yeah, that 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 hurts, that hurts.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's just the one thing you gotta. You just got to look out for is the teams that have nothing to lose. The Jets have absolutely nothing to lose. You see the same thing that happened uh, last week with the Lions. They have nothing to lose and they beat the Vikings on a seven-point spread. So, I don't love the pick. I don't love the pick at all, but just the way the Saints are playing, they, they're kind of dead. Um, I, with that being said, this is the first time the Saints have been on a five-game losing streak under Sean Payton. Um, that's 16 years. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They, you could say, yeah, they don't have Drew Brees anymore. That makes a huge impact. Um, they don't have Michael Thomas. Um, they do have Alvin Kamara back, which I like. But
2: that's all that matters this game, bro. Literally. That's it. Yeah, I, he'll he'll
1: yeah, cover the spread for them. I don't hate to, Yeah, no, I don't hate to pick at all. I don't hate to pick at all, but I could see I could see the Jets somehow sticking with them. I don't see them winning by any means, but um I could see them sticking with them, especially after Last week, and their defense, yeah, they're pretty banged up. But um, they've been playing, and we we talked about this last or last episode that they're, you know, they're a lot better on defense this year than they were last year. So if they could if they could pick up the pace and stick with them, I can see the Jets covering the five and a half.
2: Okay.
0: All Next. right, moving
1: on to the. Jacksonville Jaguars at the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans minus 8.5. Wow, that's uh, that's a lot of points for a team that does not have Derrick Henry and they're still a bit injured. Yeah, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars plus 8.5 here. As uh, Mike, what do you you do too. All right. All of us. Like, do. What do you got?
0: I have Jaguars. All right.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's a safe call here. That's too. I think that's way too many points. Way too many points. I mean, you could make a case saying that um, Trevor Lawrence, the first round draft pick, uh, is actually not looking great, um, which is kind of concerning because he should be looking a little bit better as the season goes on but they played the they played the Rams I mean they're Super Bowl contenders so you know the, the Titans if you look at them they're you know they're still pretty banged up they got um, who's it Deva- uh, Devonta Devante, uh foreman in yeah. at running back? Um yeah, he, he got like a hundred yards last game, but um Jags aren't that terrible on defense. I, I haven't really seen anything like for with all things considered, I haven't seen them really play that shittily on
0: defense. So
2: call me call me yeah, crazy, no, I think, but I think uh I think I'm sprinkling some on Jags money line. I think they I win.
0: Ju- I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that.
2: I, I don't think win. it's
0: that crazy. I don't think it's that crazy.
2: No,
1: no, it's not. It's not at all. I like it. That's juicy. Mm-hmm. That is juicy.
2: it right yeah, now, I, I like think that. Jags win 167 I'm sorry, yeah. I think Jags win
1: 17-16. Yeah, What is? Yeah, you should put that in as the uh, final score. <laughs> pretty like plus
2: <laughs> 10,000.
0: Take what we're seeing with <laughs> yeah. a grain of salt, though. Because if they don't win, don't come back and blame us.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? It it makes sense, Uh, you know. It's not it's not a crazy pick by any means. Yeah, so we are all on Jacksonville Jaguars plus the eight and a half, and we're gonna take this over to a Baltimore Ravens at the. Cleveland Browns, Cleveland Browns are laying two and a half points. Um, I have the Ravens plus two and a half. Me too.
0: All right, Mike, what do you got? Um, uh, there's a lot of uh, – uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Browns here. I am. Mhm. Any reason, or you just kind of? I mean, the Ravens are going to Cleveland. Coin. Last time they played, it was just an ugly fucking game, real fucking ugly. One of those quarterbacks got to play better, and you know. Who are you gonna take Baker or or Lamar
1: Jackson? I'm not just taking.
0: So, I'm not just taking Baker. I'm, I'm taking Nick Chubb as well in that offensive line. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm taking Browns here. Uh,
1: Baltimore is still the better team, even with even with Humphreys out. Even though they have zero corners, it, this is this is the perfect team to play if you don't have any cornerbacks. They're just they're going to want to run the ball. They have Kareem Hunt back. They have Nick Chubb back. They're going to run the ball.
0: Mm-hmm. Very much so. And this
1: is the and this is the perfect position for the Raven the Ravens to. <laughs> to to be in right now if you have no cornerbacks um yeah they're simply they're just a the better team um giving them two and a half points i feel like that's kind of disrespectful but from the way they've been playing and lamar jackson is i, I think he's regressed enough <laughs> so yeah i i think this could be a uh this could be a come come right game for the uh the Baltimore Ravens for sure. I think
2: Ravens win considerably over a touchdown yeah this could be this
1: could be kind of like the opposite this could be like the the game they played last year against the Browns where it was high scoring the poop game that was the poop game wasn't it
2: that was a close one though that, that was a really yeah, was good cool game down, to watch I think you know. Ravens win like by a good margin
1: yeah I just don't like what I'm seeing out of the browns um I'm gonna take the better coach better coaching on both sides of the ball yeah yeah plus two and a half for sure if they're gonna mm-hmm. get points i'm gonna I'm gonna take those all day yes
0: sir I think this is the game where you guys are gonna be like, damn I probably should have went with the browns here i probably I probably should have listened to Mikey. I think you should. I think you should right here.
1: Well, I don't know. Maybe this stat will uh, change your mind. Um, from weeks 10 to 16, the Ravens under Harbaugh are 11 1 and 2 against the spread in divisional road games. Interesting. 11. Let me say that again 11 1 and 2 against the spread. Sounds good. I think
0: it's going to go uh, 11 2 and 2. Uh, okay. Money, but
2: you you also do know you're saying, they're due.
1: Oh yeah, that is what I say. The Browns
2: are due. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 but just, I don't just, care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm taking Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Not looking too
1: yeah. much into it. I'm, I'm gonna trust the better team here. Yeah, yeah, would it, they would need it, need it, it ever change your
0: mind knowing that Lamar Jackson still isn't healthy?
1: Yeah, no, he, he's he's definitely not healthy. But I'll take I'll take a I'll take a um, slightly unhealthy Lamar Jackson over Baker Mayfield.
2: Baker Mayfield is hurt more than Lamar. This is true. Yeah,
0: but has oh my, don't, Baker don't do sat this. out much like Lamar? Lamar has sat out a lot. Lamar sat out two weeks ago because he had a cold cold symptoms.
2: Baker's like forced to because he has to earn his like future with that team, dude. He's on the hot seat. Yeah, Lamar, Lamar's, Lamar's dude, solidified. Right. Yeah. So, but that they're also
0: like... in the hunt too. They got to win this game too. I think. Uh, I think the Browns win this game.
2: Okay. Browns are also. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, isn't Diamond People's Jones hurt?
1: Uh, I. I think he, I don't know if he's nah, still he's good. listed he's as good. Anthony
0: Schwartz okay. is what you're thinking of.
2: No, I thought like one of their off, like one of the receivers.
0: I don't know. Yeah, Anthony Schwartz is at one of their wide receivers with a uh, concussion. I okay. mean,
1: I, I don't, I don't see, okay. I don't totally hate the pick. I don't totally hate the pick because if you look at this game and you oh. look at the Brown side, they are you look at yeah you look at the brown side they've had basically 3 weeks to prepare for this game they they had 3 weeks so they yeah so they play the ravens they go on a bye and then they play the ravens again so yeah if you calculate that all up then they've had about 3 weeks to prepare for them so yeah no i can i can definitely see that um they're getting healthier i don't hate the pick
2: I'm all right now i know who's hurt it was greg newsom Complete other side of the ball. Greg Newsome, stud cornerback two for the Browns. I think he was such a sleeper in the draft last year. Uh, He is out. He has a concussion as well. I might. I mean, this isn't my official pick, but I might throw some on Rashad Bateman receiving. I don't even know who they're going to throw in at CB2. Both teams with cornerback issues. Obviously, the Browns are the better team running the ball, but fuck it, dude. Give me the Ravens. I don't care.
1: Yeah. All right. All right. So, Mike is on the Browns. Minus two. Me and Connor are both on the Baltimore Ravens. Plus two and a half. Let's mm-hmm. get it. Moving on to the Atlanta Falcons at – the Carolina Panthers, Panthers are laying two and a half points. Uh, this is just another situation for me where I'm going to take the better team. And that is the Carolina Panthers. I'm taking Carolina Panthers minus two and a half. Uh,
2: boys, what do you got? You see, the, the Panthers have words. let me down. <laughs> Sorry. The Panthers have uh, let me down the past two times that I've taken them. But you know what they say: third time's a charm. Give me the Panthers as well.
1: Okay.
0: Michael, Michael Mularkey. Um. Panthers are down. Both are two guards. Don't have McCaffrey playing at their home stadium. Team from the world. shit. You know what? Yeah, give me Atlanta. Give me Atlanta here. Plus two and a half. Wow. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah.
1: Interesting. Interesting. That's, That's a cheeky pick. That's a cheeky pick indeed. I mean, I don't don't hate it. I don't hate it.
2: I don't love it either. I think this is where Carolina will surprise a lot of people. I think this is where they come through and win, like considerably. Big Cam Newton game. I'm calling it. Oh, yeah.
1: Big Cam Newton uh, game. You know this is going to be a run-heavy game. Someone got fired over it for not running the ball enough. So, um, yeah, they're going to run the ball. I think Cam, they, they have Cam pick up some rushing yards, and uh, it's a little, another, another little foreshadowing. Albert. Huh? And yeah, Chuba Hubbard. Chuba? Chuba? Yeah. Yeah, They, they I mean, they're going to have to run the ball or someone else is going to be out of a job. So,
0: I mean, how are they going to um, do that, missing – Two tackles and they're two starting tackles and they're two starting guards. Well, they're not um, playing
1: a, a an exceptional defense, so.
2: I'm so scared of the Falcons' pass rush. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> the Falcons have gotten so lucky. Look at their wins. Okay. They've won against the Dolphins when they're a mess. They won against the Saints. You know, or no, that was not an OT. It was at the end of the game. They won against the Jags. Um, who, who else? Who else? The Jets. Yeah, I, I mean, the only teams they've won against are the worst teams and some of the worst teams in the NFL. So, yeah. Gimme give, give me the team that has a considerably better defense and a decent offense. I I, I like both offenses, to be honest. Um I'm not too crazy about MediEyes.
0: But can we take a pick I'll, or take a look at their wins? The Panthers. The Panthers beat the Cardinals when Cole McCoy was in. Because Colt McCoy decided to have a shit game. Um, He just decided. uh, They beat the Texans, and they beat the Jets. So it's pretty much evenly matched. That's why it's that type of spread.
2: Yeah, but they also beat the Falcons by six in Atlanta.
0: They did.
1: The Falcons don't really play well against mobile quarterbacks, too. I mean, look what happened uh, first game of the season against the Eagles.
0: Next game?
1: You don't want to talk about it anymore? Okay. All right. That's fine. That's fine. No, this game's going to uh, stink. <laughs> gonna, it's going to stink. It's not going to be on red zone at all, so don't don't expect it to. Uh, moving on to the Dallas Cowboys minus four and a half against the Washington Football team, I'm taking. This is disrespectful, disrespectful. I'm taking Washington football team plus four and a half here. Um, I think they're trending in the right direction,
0: and I'm gonna ride the hot hand here.
1: I have to. As uh, anyone else have anything to say on the matter? I'm
2: taking Cowboys minus four and
0: a half. Why not? Okay. Okay. I don't, yeah, I don't
1: hate that at
0: um, all. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate your pick Sean, but I don't love it. I'm going with the Cowboys here. Uh, there's yeah. there, the, the injury report for Washington is, is just not great for me. Their first round, uh, dr- their first round draft pick, uh, Jamin Davis, he's out with a concussion. Landon Collins is also questionable with his foot. Um, their linebacker, Jordan Koonsky is out. Their guard, Wes Schweltzer, he's also out. And then obviously uh JD McKissick is out. He's still going through uh, uh concussion protocol stuff. And I, I believe Curtis Samuel did did have a, a decent week of practice. I think he was very limited, but uh in in last week's game for Washington, he was also limited in, in snaps. But uh no you know, I I think this is one of the games where Washington is gonna actually have to like keep up with tempo. You know how they've been like running it, dropping the clock down a lot. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I I think that Cowboys offense is way too high powered. The only only person that is out for the Cowboys is wide receiver Noah Brown. Um, Tony Pollard is questionable, but that that Cowboys offense, man. You get a you get Cooper back too. I mean, Cooper Cooper's starting to look a little healthier. I mean, after he went through all the COVID shit. Dude, even without Cooper, even if it's I mean, Michael I mean, Gallup yeah. filling in, for, with Michael like, Gallup friends. is such a yeah. stud. He's gonna be great uh-huh. in Navy and Orange next year for the Bears. I promise you. That. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, give me the Cowboys, Fred.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. Just it, Cowboys are gonna have to run the ball. They're going to. And I don't. I. I do not know if Pollard is gonna be in or not. And that. Does make a that does make a huge difference because they can't run Zeke the entire time. Um, it, even w- like with that considered, uh, Washington is third on defense um, against the run. So yeah, it's going to be both defenses are terrible against the pass. Um, Washington's been trending up, which is good, uh, especially when you're playing Cowboys. And pretty much all of the Cowboys' receivers are healthy. Uh, if they could put some pressure on Dak, um, I think they could keep it close. Uh, this is—I don't know. This is a telling game. I don't—I don't really love the pick either, but uh, I like betting on the Washington Football Team. I know you, it's do. Just, I know it just, you do. It's just—it's just fun. It's just fun. I mean, and four I- and a half. I feel like that's—that's—that's. That's, eh, that's,
0: I'd rather I wish take, they were a little bit more, but I'd rather take Dak over Heineke, Zeke over Gibson, Amari Cooper and CD Lamb over Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel if he does get in. DeAndre even, Carter, I mean, even Mike, their defense I mean, even, too. Yeah, even their defense. I mean, look at. Look, I mean, obviously he he does have some shit plays and shit games, but uh, they're they're got. I mean. uh Javon Diggs has got to get an interception this game. I mean, and the, that linebacker core for the Cowboys, I, I I, don't know if this is going to be a great game for viewing. I think it might be low scoring. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, I'm on the Cowboys side. I I, I think they went out right.
1: Yeah, I don't hate that pick. I don't Score that pick prediction,
2: 26-11 Cowboys.
1: 26-11. Nice.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I like that. I like that. Cheeky. Cheeky. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to the Seattle Seahawks minus eight and a half at the Houston Texans. I got Seattle minus eight and a half. I think oh. you know, I, I, think, I think Russ is going to keep cooking. I think he's just going to keep progressing um, at the back end of the season. So yeah, I'm gonna take them. I'm gonna take them minus eight and a half. I, I was kind of teetering, be- between the two, I don't know if that's too many points. Uh, they usually keep it close. Uh, that's why I don't love the pick at all. But, um, yeah, especially especially since Houston got blown out last week. Um, yeah. It's it's a it's a, it's I don't love the pick, I don't love the pick at all. But um, yeah, I think I I can see I can see Russ. Uh, doing a lot better than. He's been, I I think he's just gonna keep progressing. Uh, he has to, and they don't really have too much to lose at this point. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Seahawks minus eight and a half.
0: Yeah, I I I completely agree with you, Sean. Here. The Texans, they got a lot of people on the injury report, and uh, Davis Mills is starting. And yeah, uh, the only, the only, uh, obviously, uh, Jamal Adams is out for the season, but uh, a guard and a tackle for the Seahawks and uh, the running back, Travis Homer, who had that uh, fake punt touchdown uh, last week, he is also out. But uh, I think for the Texans, Brandon Cooks is questionable. He's playing. And I, th- I think that's one of their bigger, bigger questions. He he is playing for sure.
2: I'm pretty confident that he's going to play.
0: Okay, either way or not, he is questionable. So that could limit his snaps if he does have a really bad nagging in- injury and it's his back. So he takes one yeah, bad that's... shot, he's coming right off the field if he does play.
1: Yeah, and that's there's no way to ri- there's no reason to risk that by playing him. Um. yeah it, yeah it, it's one of those games I probably won't take a play on but um,
2: I love <laughs> this dude I, I, I fucking I like love it I love yeah. this just this type of pick reminds me of the Vikings Lions pick from last week I am taking Houston plus eight and a half for no reason at all I just have a gut feeling I think they cover I think they could win outright and it's gonna surprise a lot of people. It's gonna make no sense, but I'm taking Houston plus eight and a half, dude.
0: Yeah, I gotta, I got a player prop in this game. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that uh, to that later.
1: Beautiful. Sp- speaking of the Lions, let's move on to the Detroit Lions at the Denver Broncos. Mile high. Just like the fucking spread, it is at ten and a half for the Broncos. Um, I got Denver Broncos minus the ten. Yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard for the Detroit Lions. They're all fat and happy after a win, and they're gonna go to Mile High. It's it's gonna be, it's gonna it's gonna suck. So, yeah, I, I think the the Denver Broncos get a little uh, a little get right game after losing to the Chiefs. That was a frustrating game for them for sure. But now they're at home. And I like the advantage there. And uh, yeah, De- De- Detroit—they got their win. They're satisfied. That's, yeah, yeah, they're they're satisfied. It's all you gotta look at here.
0: What my thing was is they just did not want to have a uh, defeated record. They didn't want to go completely defeated. They didn't want to go 0 and, uh, 0, 16 and one. They got their mm-hmm. they got their one win. They secured the first round uh, the the first pick overall right now. Fucking relax, chill. And the thing is, the Broncos have absolutely no one, zero, zero people on the injury report. The Lions have a handful of people. They have linebacker yes. Julian Okawara, linebacker Jalen Reeves-Maben. Doubtful is also TJ Hawkins, and he's, he's out. Um, questionable, uh, their guard Jonah Jackson. Their guard... Hapalua Vatia illness. he's out. Sewell, he's out uh, questionable with an illness. It seems like their entire yeah. offensive line uh, is is pretty much trending towards probably being out. Uh, both their defensive tackles, all three of their DNs. Two of their other linebackers are also questionable in their fucking kicker. Riley Patterson is also uh, questionable with an illness. Yeah, they, I wonder if there was like they, a COVID they, outbreak. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It just says illness. I feel like it, it, uh, on the injury, injury reports, it usually says, uh, COVID, but mm. <laughs> them, them lions. I, I just don't, I just don't see it happening, especially a mile high. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was going to say
1: they played mm-hmm. their little hearts out and, uh, yeah they pay, they paid the price and you can see that reflect on the injury report.
0: Um it's yeah. like that uh it's so, like that scene in Avengers Endgame and it's like uh uh what did it cost? And it's like Thanos is like everything <laughs> everything, everything.
1: <laughs> just to get that one win. The whole team everything. is
0: fucking dead. Oh my god.
1: Literally. And then you just got Jared Goff who uh is going against a healthy Broncos defense.
0: Yeah, good That's, luck
1: got to be scary <laughs> uh so Connor you got you got Broncos too yes okay I'm a little surprised there after the last pick but
2: you, you do well no I don't think the Lions like go back to back I was just saying the, the no, I don't Houston win, game the, the Houston game reminds me of how you guys were so high on Minnesota being a no-brainer like you are with the Seahawks being a no-brainer where I'm taking the opposite and I think it will surprise a lot of people.
1: Okay. No, I do I not think that,
2: think that Denver, that. or I do not think that the lines go into mile high and cover 10 points. No.
1: Yeah. I think the Broncos are going to be able to run all over them. All right. Going to the New York giants at the LA chargers chargers are laying nine points yes. on the giants. Um, Yeah. I, uh, I see. I'm, I'm also, this is one of the games where I was going back and forth. And it wasn't, it wasn't so much like I'm betting on the Giants. I'm just, I was betting more, like if you're looking at the Giants spread, I was betting more on the Chargers not covering all of those points. That was the only thing. But again, they were at 10. That was the opening line was at 10, 10 and a half. I think it was at 10. Um, so they dropped down half a point. Uh, you could see that's probably um, they people are hammering the Giants. Uh, they must think that's a lot of points, but I really don't think it is. I really don't think that's a lot of points. Um, the Chargers are better team. They are hungry for wins at this point of the season. Uh, they're gonna have to put up a lot of points. The only thing that scares me, on taking the Chargers minus nine is um, one the injuries. I'm not really like too up to date on the injuries. Uh, I'm sure one of you guys have has the uh, injury report open, but yeah, I got her. It, yeah, it's it, the only thing I'm not crazy about is the Chargers tend to go on a huge run in the first, and then they they tend to let them come back in the game a little bit. It kind of happened last game. Uh, but yeah I, I gotta take i gotta take the chargers minus nine here.
0: Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one solely because um, pretty much their their entire wide receiver uh, group is banged up to shit. Uh, their quarterback room is also fucked up right now. Daniel Jones is out. Mike Lennon has a concussion. do you know who's starting? Do you guys remember He's this wrong. name? Jake Fromm, oh, yeah. Connor's yep. favorite backup in Buffalo. Uh, Kadarius Tony is also out. Adoree Jackson is also out. Kenny Galladay is questionable with a rib injury. Sterling Shepard is also questionable with a quad injury. And Danny Shelton, their defensive tackle, he is also questionable with his calf. Um, Chargers, I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, Keenan Allen is for sure out for this game. I'm almost positive, and Mike Williams will be the wide receiver one this week for the Chargers, alongside Jalen Guyton and Josh Palmer.
2: I thought, I,
0: I thought Mike Williams on the IR or COVID list. I believe he had. If if he passes his, uh, so he was deemed just close contact. If he does oh, not he, test positive, if right. he did, it if might. he does not test positive tomorrow, he can play.
2: Either way, I think Guyton's a beast. I like I like. Guyton. I think
0: Jalen yeah, Guyton's
1: good. Yeah, he's a speedster.
0: I think you should uh people should keep their eye out for this Josh Palmer guy that they got this year. Yeah. He was good for Tennessee.
2: But yeah, I'm taking yes. uh I'm taking the Chargers minus nine as well. The Giants just okay. picked up uh Jake Fromm off the Bills practice squad, I think, a week oh. ago. So he's had like a week to just, you know, figure out the playbook and everything it's a mess up there in new york they can't cover a fucking spread for their life um if jake Fromm was on the team the entire year and he came in i would consider it but because i don't think all right maybe it's just for me watching in the preseason and stuff and i know it's preseason football but i don't think jake Fromm is that bad i think he could be a okay backup for the giants for the near future. But all right. But yeah, either way, they just picked him up. He probably hardly knows the playbook that well. Yeah. Give me the chargers at home. Minus nine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So we're all, yeah. All on the chargers minus nine. Mm. Moving on to a more exciting game. We got the San Fran 49ers minus one and a half at the Cincinnati Bengals. I got, the 49ers, minus one and a half. I do as well. Okay. Mike, what do you got? In Cincy?
2: Who day? I who day? Like, I don't like Joey's pinky yeah, the day day crowd. Joe's pinky's all like fucked either.
1: up. Yeah. It is. It is pretty fucked up. Hmm. <laughs>
2: And you could see right as he heard it against the Chargers, I don't think they scored a single touchdown after that. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, he, he, and we've seen this he throughout the
2: entire... Go ahead.
1: Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I think we've seen this throughout the season. The finger injuries are... They really fucking hinder the offense. They really have been bad on the quarterbacks. Yeah. Um. And his is a little his a little his finger injury is a little bit extreme too.
2: Dude, it was hurting um, him. You could tell.
1: Yeah. 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 It's I I think the 49ers are the better team. They are number one in red zone in the red zone. Uh it, it's hard it's hard to see the, the 49ers not like running all over the Bengals it's gonna be hard for them to match after that really bad loss last week so yeah I don't know I like see that those was the one one thing is a lot of people are on the 49ers because they did start off at uh plus they were getting a point mm-hmm. and now they're minus one and a half so obviously a lot of money has been coming in on the 49ers uh yeah I think they come in and they get it done I, I could see him. I could see him covering. I, I I could see him covering by maybe seven points, but I could see more more of it being like a, a field goal, if anything. Like Bengals, they go up in like the first, and the Bengals kind of come back, just kind of like the, uh, the
2: Chargers game, Chargers Bengals last week. So,
1: yeah, the I'm Niners gonna, are t- take
2: the-, the Niners are too good of a team to be six and six, even six and seven if they lose this game. I think they're too good to be that in that record state right there. So I see them going 7-6 winning this game. I would consider taking the Bengals spread if Joe was 100% healthy, but dude, I think he's just toughing he's just being tough with this injury and he he got sacked so many times last game, like he's just fucking beat up yeah. and he's just playing through it. So yeah, give me the Niners. I also kind of trust uh Kyle Shanahan a little more. I think he mm-hmm. could figure out the Bengals D. Um, yeah, give me the Yeah,
1: Yeah, I can see, I can see uh, Shanahan coming in with a good game plan here. Mm -hmm. Um, you got Elijah Mitchell healthy, uh, Debo might be back, but I don't think that matters if he comes back or not. He's questionable right now. Yeah. I don't think he, I don't think it matters if he comes back or not. Um, you got great blocking by the, uh, um, your tight ends yeah I, I yeah 49ers all day here I it 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 will be a good game I will say I will be a good game it will be a good game but um yeah if you're gonna give the 49ers just one one and a half points yeah I gotta I gotta be all over that
0: Mike what do you got did you say what you got I'm taking Joey B Joey B. Give me Cincy plus, what is it, one and a half? Yeah, one and a half. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to take Joey B here. All right. Okay, okay. Respectfully.
1: Um, okay, moving on to a big game here. Huge, huge game. Mm-hmm. A lot of implications. We got the Buffalo Bills at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are laying three and a half points on the Buffalo Bills. What the fuck? That is, that it's a little disrespectful, but I get why. Um, he, here's the thing: here's the thing. The Buffalo Bills are still number one in defense. Okay. Um, they're playing in better weather conditions for sure in
2: mm-hmm. Tampa Bay.
1: Um, they're, that's going to make them feel a lot better. Preach. The only thing, the only thing I don't necessarily like is the way that Tampa Bay's wide receivers match up against. I mean, yeah, the loss of Tre'Davious White is that's a huge loss to the Bills, and also their wide receivers are just like a, a they're just bigger than uh, a lot of the uh, corners on uh, the Bills. So, yeah, that's going to be a little trouble. But and it, yeah, Brady's going to be able to move the ball that's that's a fact he's going to be able to move the ball but like i said the bills have they still have the number 1 defense uh yeah and another thing you got to consider here is the only the only only thing like tampa bay plays great at home but they've played shit teams they've only had one game where they won against a team over 500 at home, so it's it, that's a little interesting to me. But um, yeah, if you're gonna give the Buffalo Bills three and a half points, I, I have to take that because that's it. I get why, but yeah, no, I gotta take the Buffalo Bills plus three and a half. I think they actually win this game outright. I'm definitely gonna sprinkle on the money line here, but it, yeah, it's. It's going, to be, it's going to be a really good game. There's going to be a lot of fucking, there's going to be no running out of the Bills. That's for sure. Um, it, it, these teams kind of perfectly match up together. So um, it's going to be a lot of balls in the air and yeah.
2: Oh let's, my God. Shut let's fucking get it. I completely agree with everything that you have said. That was a spot on preview right there. Yeah, I am 100% a little scared uh with Trey White being out and Dane Jackson matching up with Chris Godwin. Uh that's a little scary, but it don't matter, baby. I don't give a fuck. I think the Bills coming in and win this game outright. I'm confident. Circling or, dude, the wagon, baby. Dude, they have to. They ha- like this is a I keep saying every week is a must win, but like it's like gotten to this point where like they have to come in and they like it's a big bad Tom Brady. Like they they want to beat him. They haven't beat him, I think, in the last six or seven years. The last time they beat him was with Ryan Fitzpatrick, bro. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I think Bills drop a good drop a good game plan defensively. I think they get some pressure with their front four pretty well. They get to Brady and he just makes some stupid throws. I don't know. That's how that I think they're going to win this game. They have to get the front four at Tom Brady ASAP because he's a 45-year-old geezer. And, yes, he's the GOAT. But I think that's how you have to make him uncomfortable because he can't move out of the pocket as well as he once was. Um, the pass rush has got to be on point. That's the only way – because if you if you give him time in the pocket, bro, he's going to find his three weapons. He's going to find Gronk. Right. He's going to find Godwin. He's going to find Mike Evans, even Scotty Miller. like He's going to find those guys if you give him time. Get the front four at him. As soon as possible, you win this game. 100 percent And you're correct. They are not going to run the ball for shit. So if you want to take Singletary's under, Matt Breed is under, Zach Moss is under, this is the game. Josh is gonna fucking sling it. I mean, how like you go you go from a game in Buffalo where you like could barely even throw the ball to warm weather in Tampa where you have all the room to throw. Like I think Josh is just gonna exploit that like all game. He's gonna just absolutely sling it.
0: And so that's the
1: that's the thing. Well, here just one quick thing. That's the thing. Not a lot of people are talking about how well Josh Allen threw in like 50 mile per hour wind gusts. I know, dude. He threw the ball pretty damn well.
2: Okay, oh yeah.
1: Now they're in Tampa Bay. There's Mm -hmm. no fucking wind. It's gonna be great weather. I can see him having a day.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm feeling it. I don't know. I'm I'm confident. If they fucking win, I'm going to be so fucking happy. It will make up for all those losses they've had down this like five-game stretch. This is it. 100%. And then they go into 100%. Carolina the next week. They beat up on Cam Noon, and then they go back into Foxborough, and they play Bill for round two. So, yeah, I'm taking Bill's plus three and a half as well, Sean. I think they do – have a very solid chance of winning outright. And I am more nervous about this game than I was about new England. I think if we play new England in normal conditions where Josh can actually throw the ball pretty well and the receivers can actually catch the fucking ball. Uh, and they're, you know, it's different Tyler- story <laughs> and Tyler Bass yeah. can actually make his field goals like in the wind. Yeah, yeah. I think they can fucking win dude. Yeah. Give me the bills. Mike, what were you going to say?
0: I was gonna say yeah. So what what Sean brought up uh, that the wide receiver and cornerbacks match up like pretty well. I didn't. Say I think that. it works. I said, I said, I said,
1: uh, Tampa Bay's uh, wide receivers are bigger than the uh, cornerbacks. I don't think they match up like that well. I think it's a little bit. I think it's a little bit leaning more towards Tampa Bay side.
2: No, for sure. I think that the only way the Bills can actually stop the the Bucks is if they uh, they get the pass rush like in ASAP. Mm-hmm. I, I think Mike's yeah. muted. I think he's trying to talk.
0: Yeah. So what I was saying is, uh, so I think that this is going to be a very obviously pass heavy game. I mm-hmm. think that the the Bucks wide receivers are way better than the Bills cornerbacks and i think mm-hmm. that the bills wide receivers are wait are are better than the the bucks uh, cornerbacks mm-hmm. so we're definitely going to see a lot of freaking airtime with that ball with that being said i got to do it i got to do it Give me the Bills money line, baby. Let's go. No, I, I... Let's go, baby. I know. I know what that means. I think you're so right. I know what that I, means. I do think the Bills, I do think the Bills desperately, yeah. like desperately need a win here. And I, I think the fans would really appreciate Sean McDermott after losing to the Patriots at home to beat their old... uh, freaking the Antichrist, Tom Brady. To yes, yeah, exactly. So I, I think, yeah, I... I I agree with you guys. Yeah, I think that uh I, and, and we've seen it a lot. I mean, Brady has thrown some really questionable shit and it's it he he throws like a pick and it it's a game changer, but I mean, yeah. Yeah, man, I, I I'm I'm taking that. I'm taking the bills here, but yeah. And also Tom Brady doesn't know this new defense, bro. He wasn't in New England when the Bills like formed this defense. Bro, it doesn't matter if he's played against it or not. He watches tape. I mean, he's literally one of the smartest quarterbacks yeah, I mean, to play. I know. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. But that, but was, hey, an invali- that was an invalid
1: statement. T- <laughs> no, you can watch all the tape you want. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. When it comes down to it, he's going to He's He's gonna. He's gonna feel it. He's going to feel it. He's going to feel yeah. the Bills. The point is this defense is too great. great.
0: Yes, that is correct. That is correct. One thing one thing I, I I do want to say here. Do we think that does anyone have a a, a quick look at Josh Allen's rushing guards here? I think taking the under might be great here with Devin White. Yeah. Devin White and Levante David. There's gonna be QB spies. One hundred and ten percent. Oh yeah. Do you also see what 100%. their
2: over unders were pass attempts? Tom Brady's is forty and a half and Josh Allen's is thirty nine and a half for attempts. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, so we're not the only ones who think that this is gonna be. Mm,
0: yeah. So we a knew. Out game. I think we knew.
1: Yeah, so we are. We're all on all on the Bills plus three and a half. Uh, sprinkle on that money line, why don't you? All right, moving on to me and Mike. Chicago Bears going down to Lambeau Field. If you're, if you're a Bears fan. You're fucking excited for this game because this is the revenge game on Aaron Mm -hmm. Rodgers. This is going to be one of those games where a lot of people are, uh, you know, they're going to be all over the Packers. The Packers are getting uh, 12 points. They were at 13. Now they're getting 12. You can see a lot of the money is coming in on the Bears spread here.
0: Yeah, too many Um, points.
1: Way too many points. Uh, the only there's there's only been three games the pack Packers winning by 13 or more points, and there's only been three games where the Bears lost by 13 or more points. So this is this is perfect, perfect situation. Last time they played, Aaron Rodgers said that he owns them. Um, they're gonna be coming here in the Lambo with their Pist. fucking asses red hot. Oh yeah. Justin Fields is playing, okay. That's a huge plus. Mm-hmm. How awesome would it be?
0: I was. I want. I want to say it
1: with you. I want to say it with you. I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> if Justin Fields came in to fucking Lambeau and fucked over
0: Aaron Rodgers, I want him to get a rushing I, touchdown and then yell at the fans. I'm gonna own you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna own yes. you for years to come, or something like that, this this game is going to get real fun to watch. People are going to say, oh, why, oh, fuck, why the Bears on Sunday night football? This is the oldest football rivalry of all time. These two teams are so iconic, it deserves to be on Sunday night football. Bears could potentially, you know, lose by a fuck ton. It could be an embarrassment, but... So here's the thing. I've heard two things. People want the Bears to go in there, kick the living shit out of them, but then they also don't want people to praise Nagy. So if the Bears win, people are just praying to God. Not even win. If the Bears put up a good game, they're praying to God that Nagy doesn't get like some kind of recovery phase for his position in his job. Which that's, that's, that, I think that's me and Sean's biggest fear is Nagy calling a great game and then Ryan Pace and the McCaskies being like, hmm, you know what? Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah, he's maybe not so bad after all. we keep hmm, He won coach of the year. Yeah, you know, Nag stay one more. No, fuck that. I think the Bears no, go in fuck there. Fuck all that. Play a real evil fucking slashing tires. Uh, and you know what? Yeah. I, I, I hate to say this, but. I think that they know Uh-oh. that uh, Rodgers has a bad foot. I think there might be yeah. uh, some intentional uh, low hits to Rodgers from that defense. And Robert Quinn's probably gonna have like eh, what's his over under? I'd probably say one and a half sacks.
1: Yeah, it's probably at one and a half. It won't be like too juicy, too. No. Um, yeah, they're gonna put they're gonna put so much pressure on Aaron Rodgers. They they are kind of they're. We said at this beginning. They are coming. For fucking blood, they're coming for blood, and the weather's not going to be that. It's not going to be that bad. It's not going to be a bad in Green Bay. So this is this is the perfect spot for the Bears, and it's. I think it's far too many points, Far too many points. Mm -hmm. It it was at thirteen, way too many points. It's at twelve, still too many points. So yeah, Um, I'm taking the I'm taking the Bears. Plus, the twelve. Mike's taking the Bears. Plus the twelve. Connor, Connor. You want to? Yeah, uh,
2: I'm taking Chicago plus twelve. Let's fucking go. I just Let's like. I mean, go. yeah. No, you're right. It's just it's too many points. It's still a division rivalry. I think the Bears are like they got a huge chip on their shoulder. Yeah, I mean. It's, a, it's ballsy to say that they you know they upset them. But, dude, I think they can for sure cover 12 points. And who knows? The weather in Green Bay is pretty ass. Like, it could be a low-scoring game. 12 yeah, points is a pretty I, good spread if it's, like, super low-scoring.
1: Yeah, I, I looked ahead. Um, I think the weather is actually going to be fine. It's I mean, obviously, it's not going to be, like, you know, it's not going to be, like, Tampa Bay weather. It's not <laughs> going to be gonna like be, the it's iconic frozen crazy. tundra Lambeau.
0: Right, right. It's not going
2: to be like that.
0: It'll be a brisk full day. Perfect football weather, some would say. It's going to be like like 43.
2: I think lower than that, Sean. I think like a high, it says right here, a high of 37.
0: Oh, that's perfect football weather.
2: You're right. Yep. I'm saying like it's still going to be. For these teams,
0: yeah. Yeah. Bears bears run faster in the snow. It's a proven fact, actually. It's going
2: to snow on Saturday, too. Who knows? Maybe it's going to snow on Sunday just randomly. You never know, man. I don't know. Give me Bears plus the 12 points. Let's go. Y'all Bears. Let's go. You guys Y'all are on Bears. my bills. I'm on your Bears. Let's go. Let's go.
1: All right. Moving on to the Monday night football game. A lot of implications. We got the Rams at the cardinals cardinals are laying 2 points on the rams uh, this is this is one of the harder picks um just because of the teams and they've played already it's i was going back and forth between the two teams but i'm i'm taking the cardinals minus 2 here i'm with you, you on that got? one
2: i'm taking rams
1: yeah. That's, um, yeah, I wanted to at first. And then I remembered how they perform in prime against, time yeah. against and, good and teams.
0: teams over 500 as well. I mean, right. Right. Um,
1: yeah, they're very happy about their win against Jacksonville. Very happy, but they're going to, I think they're going to be, uh, it's going to be a rude awakening when they have to play uh, Cardinals D or Cardinals team, both sides of the ball. Yeah. Um, with Kyler Murray back. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Cardinals minus two. I was reading something. I, I kind of want your guys' input on this one. So, with what the Rams did this offseason and who they acquired in trades this season, do you think them going to the Super Bowl is an expectation? What happens if they don't make the playoffs? What They, they probably will. They most likely will make the playoffs. But would someone get fired if they do not make it to the super bowl because of how much they, like they've i mean the rams have freaking tweeted it too they they had the uh, a gif of some guy pushing all of his chips in on uh, a poker table i think if the rams don't make it to at least the nfc championship then someone's got to go yeah the gm yeah that's it that's hard. Yeah, I think the that's, only yeah, I mean, person they really question, let go right? would
2: be. I don't
1: yeah, think I think they, the, only like the that they let go would be the GM.
2: Yeah, they won't let go of McVeigh. No. No.
1: Um, Hell no.
2: I mean, yeah. it, it, someone's. It,
1: that's the thing is, like you know, you you hear that you know, like stuff in like any kind of business situations, like someone has to get fired. You know, yeah. if that happens, someone
2: has to go, and it it would probably come down to that. What a probably nightmare what a nightmare of a situation would it be to come in as a GM with literally no future draft capital and all these contracts that you have to deal with, like sorting out it's like setting them up for failure, bro. I know it's such a mess.
0: That's what's going to happen yeah. with Seattle this off season. Yeah.
2: It happened with new Orleans,
0: like how they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I just, just thought I'd throw out that question. I mean, what was everyone like? I mean, yeah, with They're the way like, that their team yeah. was built. Yeah, I mean, they have the perfect like script of
2: what not to do if you're rebuilding.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna run through our picks before we move on to the player props real quick. I'm just gonna run through them real All quickly. Right. Just recap them. Okay, so for Kansas City uh, against Las Vegas, I am on Kansas City minus ten. Sean and Mike are on them plus 10. I'm sorry, the Vegas Raiders plus 10. For New Orleans against the Jets, I am on New Orleans minus 5.5. Sean and Mike are on the Jets plus – I'm sorry, I'm fucking up here. Sean is on the Jets plus 5.5. Mike is on the Saints minus 5.5. Jacksonville at Tennessee. We are all on Jacksonville plus 8.5. Atlanta at Carolina. Me and Sean are on Carolina minus two and a half. Mike is on Atlanta plus two and a half. Baltimore at Cleveland. Sean and I are on Baltimore plus two and a half. Mike is on Cleveland minus two and a half. Dallas at Washington. Me and Mike are on Dallas minus four and a half. Sean is on the football team plus four and a half. Seattle at Houston. Sean and Mike are both on Seattle minus eight and a half. And I am praying for Houston plus eight and a half. Detroit at mile high. We are all on Denver minus 10. The New York football giants at the LA Chargers. We are all on the Chargers minus nine. San Francisco at Cincinnati. Sean and I are on San Fran minus one and a half. Mike is taking... Joey Burrow, plus one and a half. Buffalo at Tampa, we are all on Bills Mafia, plus three and a half. Chicago at Green Bay, we are all taking Chicago, plus 12. And the primetime game on Monday, the Rams at the Cardinals. I am taking the Rams, plus two. Mike and Sean are both taking the Cardinals, minus two.
0: So now we're going to dive into the player props. For this week, there's a lot of good games, good players, scary spreads, but the one thing we can always rely on is the player props. So, starting off, my player props of this week are Josh Jacobs' total rushing and receiving yards over 90 and a half at minus 115. Total interceptions thrown by a player, Matt Ryan, over a point, uh, half a point plus 115. Total pass attempts by player, Davis Mills, over 33.5, plus 100. Total receptions by player, James O. Uh, Shog and Nessie, over 2.5, for the uh, Jaguars, minus 150. And then player to throw most touchdowns, Jerry Goff over Teddy Bridgewater, is plus 116. I'll read mine real quick. Uh,
2: starting off in New York, I'm taking Alvin Kamara over 101 rushing plus receiving yards. I'm also taking Brandon Cooks over 56 and a half receiving yards. Considering that he plays, I'm taking him over that. I am taking Emmanuel Sanders over 42 and a half receiving yards in Tampa. And the reason why I really like this one is one of his best friends just died. RIP Demarius Thomas. He like... I've seen videos of him at practice and he looks really emotional firing the team up and stuff. And he hasn't really been fed the ball as much in the past month and a half. I think this is a big Emmanuel Sanders game. Give me him over 42 and a half. I might sprinkle some on like an alt spread or yeah. an alt over as well. Maybe like him over 80 something yards, dude. I don't know if Josh is going to be slinging. I think Emmanuel Sanders could pop off. Um, With that said, I'm sticking with the same game and I'm taking Josh Allen over 295 and a half passing yards. He hasn't had over Ooh. 300 passing yards in 3 weeks. I think he breaks that streak this game, especially with their with them expecting him to throw the ball over 40 times. Yeah, give me that. But just considering uh the last time these two teams matched up, I'm taking Chuba Hubbard. I'm sorry, Chuba Hubbard over 59 and a half rushing yards. The last time they played, he went 24 for 89, I believe, rushing yards. Averaging like over four carry. So give me Hubbard over 59 and a half rushing yards.
0: For Hubbard, I also liked uh, his uh, receptions over two and a half plus money.
2: Mm-hmm. I was looking at that too.
0: Not a bad
1: bet. Not a bad bet at all. All right. For mine... First up, we got uh Foreman over 56 and a half rushing yards. Uh he just dropped 100, and he could do it again against this uh this Jags D. So I like that. I like that a lot. Russell Wilson over 237.5 passing yards. Um, he's pretty much covered over that. Every the past two games um, after he's gotten uh, more health, his fingers healed up pretty well. So he's, he's covered over that easily. And I think he can do it again. Uh, Cam Newton, over 31 and a half rushing yards. I think they use him a lot. I think they use his legs a lot. They're going to be running the ball a lot with the running back. They're going to use him for sure. Because he can he can move. So yeah, gimme over 31 and a half rushing. Antonio Gibson over 66 and a half rushing. Um, yeah, the the Cowboys give up a lot of rushing yards. They don't give up, you know, an insane amount, but they do give they do give over 66 and a half, and Antonio Gibson is pretty damn good so yeah i'm gonna take him over 66 and a half rushing yards and then for the last one we're gonna go with another running back we're gonna go kareem hunt he's back and they got him at 15 and a half receiving yards i'm taking that over all day um i think he can get up into the uh, 20s so yeah give me kareem hunt over 15 and a half receiving so that's gonna do it for all of the picks the spreads everything we got write it down get your notepad your pencil lock it in i would say maybe our best bet would be bill's money line i think i speak for everyone on that one that's a great pick and yeah that's gonna do it that's gonna do it we'll see you guys on wednesday all right take care
2: Q, Rasputin.